Welcome to Down in Distance, Monday, September 12th. Today we're going to be talking about the NFL hype for week one. Alright, we got some headlines. Dallas quarterback, yes, Dak Prescott, is now having another injury. Surgery on his right thumb, expected to miss six to eight weeks. So basically, half of the season after they were... Dallas kind of got destroyed to Tampa Bay. All right, week one recap. The Rams won the Super Bowl last year. Not so great of a game to start their season against the Bills, who are looking to win their conference this year and maybe likely see them in the Super Bowl this year. They had a good time beating the Rams, 31-10. And also... The Chiefs, looking like they're going to be Super Bowl playoffs all the way up there in the NFL over the Cardinals, 44-21. to 21. And then there's your final score of the Buccaneers-Cowboys game, 19-3. Yeah, I told you it wasn't close. And then Steelers and Bengals, boy, that was a close back-and-forth game. It went to overtime. Steelers came out on top 23-20 with a field goal to end the game. And in the most hyped game of week one, the Browns and the Panthers. How could Baker Mayfield do against his uh, formal teammates? Well, I gotta say, rough start. But again, it is week one. You're getting used to new players and new plays and all of that stuff. And I gotta say, in the second half... He showed up. What a great comeback. Too bad they lost, but the Browns pulled out the win 26-24. The Giants picking up their first win in, um, like 10 years. I don't, I don't know. Remember the last time the Giants won. Not last year. I can remember that. What a big upset over the Titans. 21-20. What a great show. And if you're watching this show live, uh, just getting about under an hour, we got the Broncos versus Seattle, ABC, ESPN, ESPN Plus, just any network that ESPN shown it on. It's going to be a fun game to watch. I can't wait to see it. I'll be able to see it tonight. I got the Broncos coming out on top on this one. All right. It's college football time. Now that we've got NFL out of the way, we had a crazy cupcake week. Some big upsets. And now let's introduce my brand new rankings coming in for week three. As you can see, the rolling in, my new graphics for our rankings. All right, at 21, I got Miami. 22, I got Oklahoma State. 23, Cincinnati. Minnesota and Kansas State. For the five teams I have on here are brand new in my rankings. And I got some new ones to introduce on the next graphic too. But boy, I moved Cincinnati back in. Great win. I had to, I got to say, majority of the teams that lost last week were about in my 20 to 25 range. And I had to drop them out and put new teams in. But I likely see a couple of them lose this week and drop them right out and move some more teams. So it's going to get... A little crazy as we're just figuring out some of these teams. But anyway, moving on to the next one. At number 20, I've got Old Miss, 19 Pitt, 18 USC, 17 Arkansas, 
and Wake Forest at 16. Again, USC is going to be, I got to say, the highest jump in my rankings this week for new teams. That wasn't ranked last week. They're going to be the highest I put in. I like what they did there. Great effort. On to my next one. At 11, I got Baylor after their loss. 12, I got Michigan State. 13, I got A&M. 14, I've got Oregon. 15, I've got Clemson. All right, so I've moved a couple of these down. A&M, Baylor, they both took a big drop, mainly A&M. I dropped them way out of the top ten. I had them in my top five last week. I moved them all the way down 13. Baylor, I moved them way down. Alright, after that loss at BYU. And, obviously you can tell that BYU is going to be ranked higher than Oklahoma. I got them jumping five spots this week to seven. NC State takes a big jump. Utah moves up a couple. I got BYU at ten now. So BYU jumped in the top ten. They went up six spots. And I got to say, I am really impressed with some of these teams in the top ten. Now, moving on to my top six teams, and I can't wait to show you, and I got a big surprise for you after what I saw in week two in a crazy week. All right, so number one, I still got Ohio State at number one. I know some of you are probably like, put Georgia at number one. Come on, they deserve it. Yeah, I know. But um, I still like Ohio State. I got to see more from them and conference plays about the stuff. And two, I still got Alabama at number two. Yeah, they played a really good tough Texas team. And yeah, even though I don't have them ranked, they did find a way to win that game. And I got Georgia at three. So I got no changes in my top three. But here's where it starts to get crazy. And here's where some of the top teams I didn't expect to win. Well, I mean, I, I obviously, I had Kentucky beating Florida, and I got them in the top six. Be looking out for Kentucky up there. Number four, I've got Michigan find a spot up there, and Tennessee at five. A lot of big surprises, I'm sure. Some of you probably were not expecting that to have Alabama at two, and then Kentucky and Tennessee up there, too. Now, AP polls got Georgia at 1, and then they got Alabama at 2, which, I mean, I know some of you are like, well, why are you at Georgia so low? Well, I mean, I, I think it's mainly because uh, I got to see more from them. Yeah, Georgia, I got to see some more. Um, I'm waiting for a team to find Georgia's weakness. Obviously, we both agree Alabama's 2, obviously. So basically, Ohio State Georgia's flipped. All right, they have more confidence in Oklahoma. I mean, I got Oklahoma at seven, so I mean, we're pretty bare there. But Oklahoma, number six, Michigan at four. We just agree who they got at number five, Clemson. Of course they do. They have just a lot of faith in Clemson down there. But mainly, I got to say, AP poll is catching up to me. I got to say, I like where this their head's going. All right. Some college football headlines for you. Debo Suido accepted a $150 million contract 
for 10 years to 2030. I, I think he's now going to be the highest paying head coach through multiple years. And I don't even think that Clemson thing is going to have that success this year. Now, you can quote me on that because, oh, and by the way, I got App State and A&M game right, Kentucky and Florida game right. I got most of the upsets that you all wouldn't expect to happen to happen. All right? All right, next headline. Overtime this year. Boy, this is the craziest year yet. Week one, we got five overtimes. This past Saturday, six overtimes, including the Baylor and BYU game. Boy, and some of them, not only just one overtime, some of them are going over to four or six overtimes. I think six is the, so far the highest overtimes we had. I mean, you can even check. There might be more, even more overtimes in the FCS that gone higher. I don't know, but I gotta say, this is one of the craziest seasons I've had, and probably, in my ranking, the most jumps and the most, like, hmm, the most, like, confusion I have about my rankings, because I do not know where to put teams. We're so early in the season, but yet, this is the most complicated season yet, because I don't know how these teams are going to perform, because mainly the transport portal is hurting it, because... You don't know where these players are going to go next. You don't know how they're going to inform their coaches. they got to learn some new plays. Some of them are looking better than ever. It's very crazy right now. That's why college football is the best sport. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, the NFL is just the same teams winning it every year. Or NBA, the same teams winning it every year. I mean, college is so crazy. And plus... The fans are a lot better in college because, I mean, in the pros, you just root for the team that's closest to you, or mainly you just root for, you. in the, in the pros, you mainly just root for players that you love watching in college, basically. I mean, college is basically where it's at. I don't know why players rush to go to the NFL, because, mainly because they want to get paid, but college is where you're in your prime and you get your... Where you're the most famous, alright? Because you're likely, once you go to the NFL, you have a least likely chance to be famous. Unless you just want the money, I guess. Alright, next headline. Scott Frost gets fired! Finally, after four years, he gets fired! Took a long time, but it I think it came at an unexpected time. I mean, for one reason... He's getting $15 million in his buyout because he was fired before August 1st. Now, a lot of you were expecting him if he couldn't find a good good team and couldn't get some good quality wins, he was likely going to get fired August 2nd. But, I mean, he's going to be rich. I guess he, I wonder, I wonder if he was trying to get fired and get $15 million on his buyout, but yet... I would have waited to fire him until after to see what he did after Oklahoma and Nebraska. That's the game to know. Did it? Maybe he spent all this offseason getting ready for Oklahoma and Nebraska. I don't know, but losing to Georgia Southern is pretty pitiful. All right. Let's go on to some game highlights. We got Alabama and Texas in a shootout. Boy, I'm going to get a lot of heat for this game. All right, here we go. Alabama go for a fourth and one late in the fourth quarter, and he gets stopped. 
Texas thinks they got the ball! What's the call? We don't know, but Texas thinks they got the stuff. They bring the measurement out, and it's going to be Texas football! Texas has a four minutes left to win this game. Down by one. The crowd's going crazy. I'm going to get a lot of heat saying that Alabama's going to win by 20 points. This is the one game that I don't think anyone expected, mainly because the 100 down there and lots of tears. But anyway, here's Texas drive after that. And, oh, right down the field. Into inside Alabama's 30. Looks like they got this game under wrap. Third and three. Just the first downs all day. And he gets set. That's just not what you wanted. You wanted to stay in field goal range. All right, here we go. 49-yard field goal. Hard one to get. Kicker's been having a hard time this year, or this week mainly. And it is up, and it is good. Texas crowd going crazy. They got a late in Alabama. But what you don't know is Bryce Young, Heisman quarterback. Two-minute drills, all he needs to win this game. And I wasn't worried at all. He wasn't worried. Second and two. Big hole up the middle, find his open man inside Texas territory. All they need is a first down now to get a field goal range. Under pressure, he steps up and runs. He's got room to run. Way in, the, way in front of the first down marker, way in field goal range. All right, 15 seconds left. 33-yard field goal to win the game. Crush Texas' dream of a chance to knock down number one. And it is... Good. Alabama wins the game. 20-19. to 19. App State, A&M. This is one crazy game. A&M paid App State $1 million to win, get a W, and they cough up the ball late in the first quarter. What are they doing? They're basically giving App State the ball. Anyway, game tied. 7-7. Seven seven. A&M's trying to get some offensive momentum going. And they cough up the ball again. What are you doing? Hold on to the ball. You're basically giving Appalachia State the win with these turnovers. Tuck it in. Why are you trying to get extra yardage? Just go down. Go down. Come on. Upstate scoring a touchdown off that drive. A&M trying to gain some momentum on this return. Trying to get some good yardage. And he found a hole. Crushing up some defensive players, and he's gone. No block in the back, no penalty yards on the field. That's going to stand. This ball is tied. A&M is back after struggling these past couple of weeks. App State managed to get a field goal their next day, and A&M misses a big field goal. They are hyped. The coach is hyped. They feel like they have a confidence to win this game. It's now late in the fourth quarter. All Appalachian State has to do is just run the clock out. And they do exactly that. Big yard game. He's going to go to the house. Touchdown. Oh, wait a minute. They took a look at it. They said he stepped out of bounds. But anyway, App State pulls up a big upset there. All right. Baylor, BYU. What a great catch right before halftime. This game was very defensive in the first half. BYU making noise, and that's going to change the momentum here. This is now 30 seconds left. BYU 
trying to make some noise. They get in Baylor territory. Field goal, re field goal range. Red zone with the chance to win the game. And he misses wide left. Oh, my goodness. All right. Overtime. Here we go. Baylor now. They got ball first. They got stuck going three and out. Go, making a field goal, and he misses wide right. What is going on with field goals in this game? All right, well, BYU now has a chance to win this game. Any score will do it. And the kick is no good. He misses another field goal. What is wrong with kickers in this game? Double overtime. BYU gets ball first. Baylor's 25. He's looking at the pass. He's finding the receiver inside the five. BYU's finally gotten something going here. All right, here we go. Second and goal at the three. He runs it in, and he's in for a BYU touchdown. Looking to knock off number nine, Baylor, at home. But the thing is, Baylor's great at offense. Can they do it? They haven't been able to find it yet, but it's now or never. Fourth and goal after big penalties, and he threw it in the back of the end zone. BYU wins, and they rush the field. Wow. All right, Kentucky, Florida, our game of the week. Back and forth game it was. First and 10 at their own 45. He takes the shot downfield, and it's caught. Kentucky touchdown. First TD of the game. And it sets up the rest of the game. Holy cow. That has got to be the catch of the week so far. Florida fighting the big hole. Trying to retake the lead. He does. He's inside. Kentucky's 30 now. Wow. The crowd is loving it. They're going hype. But they Stalled out right there. Going three and out. That big run. Going for a 50-yard field goal. And it is good. One-point game. Kentucky feeling confident. They have a one-score lead over a newly ranked number 12. Now, here's our chance. Second and nine at the 11. What a juke! He's in for the touchdown. Oh, my. Florida now regains the lead. What's the juke? Oh, keep an eye. Oh, man, number one got his ankle broken right there. All right, Florida trying to do something. I don't know who that was to. That was right to the right to the defensive player. Kentucky with an easy pick six. And that is going to get Kentucky a big lead right there. That put Florida in a hole. And they're trying to do something out of nothing. They're just going for Everything there. They kind of stalled out. Going for a fourth and three. No good. Kentucky going three and out. They're looking to put more points on the board. And the wind blew it wide left. No good. Florida still has hope with four minutes left. They're going for another fourth and six. At their deep in their own territory. Wow. I don't like this decision at all. Especially... After last time, and who who is that to? Where, where? There were no receivers in the area. That was all Kentucky defensive players over there. What was going on? Kentucky ends up winning that game. Recapping the rest of week two. Marshall pulls up a big upset over Notre Dame, 26-21. to 
Number 24, Tennessee, pulls up another big upset, 34-27. to And I call Tennessee winning the game. Once again, the underdogs for the week when it comes to ranked versus ranked teams. I got it correctly. Even, well, I mean, I guess you can kind of say I got the Alabama and Texas wrong because I did it based on the cover. But, I mean, I got most of the big games right, the upset that I called. Now, this one... I kind of got this one right. I thought I had Houston going to pull out the win after having a rough week last week. They can get things going as they prepare for their big tw- their future Big 12 matchup, Texas Tech, but they lost 30-33. to Hey, but they were battling in that one, though. Wisconsin gets up to Washington State, 17-14. to Another ranked team down. And also, Iowa finally finds some offense. They scored one touchdown, just as many points they did last week. Seven points, except for their offense got it this time. But it's not enough for Iowa State's offense, as they may have scored ten points in the Big 12. We got a high offensive battle, or really just no defense at all. Kansas pulls up a win. Yeah, Kansas is 2-0 right now, and they're number one in the Big 12. That's something you'll never see again. Now on to my college picking for week two. Oh boy, I slightly did better this week. Not really. I mean, I went six and four, but I got 35 points last week. I only got 33. Now, the big one is Washington, or sorry, Wisconsin with my big, you know, confidence at number 10. They lost. So that hurt me a lot. Now, I'm 11-9. I got a winning record. I'll, I'll take that. I got 68 points. But, I mean, for having a great week at picking the unexpected upset that you all probably likely didn't see coming, I did terrible for, for some reason. I'm going to pull it up right now. I mean, I got, at number one, I actually had Stanford winning. I, I went for too many upsets. But uh, that that's what hurt me. I had Stanford winning. But I've got Oklahoma State winning. Now doing this on order up through 1 through 10 of my confidence. And uh, I had Houston winning. Almost had that. But I got Tennessee, Iowa State, Kentucky, Wake Forest. I almost had Baylor. If they can start making some field goals, I can get that correctly. Alabama, oh my goodness. I had that at 9. And with Wisconsin, I already told you at 10. Boy, that was crazy. Week. I can't believe I did so great. I mean, with my picks there. And then USC at Stanford, I guess, 56 points. I knew it was going to be a high-scoring game, but boy, did they bring the offense. USC won 41-29. to So total combined points is 69 points. Almost 70 points wow that is crazy high and a lot of people are saying oh alex grid's bringing the defense lincoln riley's got the defense there really not i mean allow allowing that many points is a kind of a all right and my spread oh i don't even want to look at it oh Four for six this week. Seven for 13 total. And I guess even lower points. 
end this game. Oh, man, that hurts a lot. I got to start doing better against the spread. But the spread, it's not really what I'm best at. It's really, my best is picking who's going to win the game more or less than picking the spread. But anyway, I'm going to go over the spread real quick. Obviously, I, I got Alabama wrong. There's no way I anyone got that right. I got Wake Forest right. For some reason, I felt I picked Tennessee to win the game, but I felt like it was going to be closer than six and a half. And I actually picked Pitt to cover, but they didn't. It, Tennessee had that well wrong. But, yeah, I got Wisconsin wrong too. Yeah. 17 and a half. Washington State winning that game. And I had Houston covering by two and a half. Texas Tech won by three points. Oh my goodness. One point off of getting the Houston game right. Oh my goodness. I've never been so devastated in that pick. Oh my goodness. That is the closest I've ever seen it. And also, I got Kentucky. K Kentucky covered. Iowa State covered, and Iowa State was the underdog. Kentucky was the underdog. I, I've gotten majority of the, the spread that I think is spread the underdogs right. USC, I got. And I, I for some reason, I felt like Arizona State. Arizona State almost covered. They almost had it. They played a little tougher defense. They would have had that. They had a chance. Baylor, for some reason, was the underdog. I should have stuck with that. I don't know how Baylor Baylor should have won that game. I I don't know. All right. Now time for overrated and underrated. This week's overrated team is Notre Dame. Oh, my goodness. They get Every week, they get worse and worse. I think they spent all offseason preparing for Ohio State that they were not prepared for the rest of their season. Marcus Freeman is now once again on the hot seat for this week. How do you lose to Marshall? I mean, don't you pay those teams to come down? I mean, you pay these teams... These uh, group, lower group of five and FCS teams to come down so you can get an easy W and to really help them just a little bit in their athletic program and really their traveling and everything. And you lose to them. You can't lose to them. You paid. Those are the games you pay to win, literally. But you lost. Ha! I am laughing. Laughing so much of that upset. Oh my goodness. And this week's underrated team. I got Tennessee. Boy, did they put on a show against Pitt. Now, I got to see Tennessee. A lot of people were expecting me. Probably a lot of people were expecting me to do Kentucky. But I already had high hopes for Kentucky this year. I just talked about, to me, of how... Oh, the most surprising team to do great this weekend. Underrated Tennessee really surprised me. I really thought that Pitt may... I mean, I did pick Tennessee to win this game. But the way they won it and how big they won it really surprised me. I really thought it was going to come down to the last play. Really close. And I was going back and forth. I really thought Pitt had a, was going to... For a second, I thought Pitt was maybe going to win that game based on how they beat West Virginia. But it really came down to, was West Virginia a good team? 
I mean, the way they lost to uh, Kansas now? No, not anymore. And then now Pitt loses to Tennessee? Wow, Tennessee is so underrated, and I'm surprised they're not higher. I have them at number five, if you haven't seen it already, at five in my rankings. All right, it's now time for Around the Network. Be sure to check out my Slater Report podcast every Monday at 6 o'clock. Just be discussing what I saw in college football, NFL, other sports. Just going on some rant. And also, you're watching this show. This show is down in distance every Monday at 6 o'clock talking about college football and some NFL news if I care to do it. And also, the first Monday of every month, we got Hot Seat at 6.30. Just me asking important questions on Twitter uh, around all of sports. And of course, every Saturday morning at 10 a.m., I got American Game Day. It's the Game Day Show. Just whatever games are on that Saturday, I'm going to talk about it. The big games. And also, be sure to check out our website for the latest news and scores of what we plan on talking about for our shows around the network. All right, it's now time for games to watch for week three. We got Florida and LSU, in Louisville, sorry, Friday at 6.30. And it'll be a big game for these two programs. Florida State coming off a rough, rough week. But I think they're going to get things going. Louisville trying to get things going back in their program. But I got, you know, I've Gotta guess. It's my pick. It's, it's Friday. I gotta do my picks already. Alright, put my pick on Florida State on that one there. I got Florida State. Alright, now, Georgia, South Carolina, Saturdays. Early game in South Carolina. Can Spitzer Rattler pull it off? No, no, Georgia's putting up 30 points on them. I can already see that right now. 30 points for Georgia. All right, later on. Once again, Notre Dame. I wasn't going to feature this game as a big game, but because they lost, I got Notre Dame in California. This is going to be a big game. I Definitely. Notre Dame, for sure, is going to win this game. All right? I California is going to make it a close game. Closer than it really is. But I think I have Notre Dame taking over the second half of the game. I think they're going to clearly have this game won on NBC if NBC doesn't jinx them. All right, and then we got 2.30 on CBS, Pitt State and Auburn. Auburn, looking really great. They're undefeated. Both these two teams are undefeated right now, looking great in their conference. And just before they start conference play next week, this is going to be a great game to end their non-conference schedule. The winner of this game will likely have a good chance for their conference. Then we got Houston, Kansas versus Houston. Now, Houston's having a rough start to their season, barely getting wins and barely losing. Kind of like Nebraska right now. Kansas, 2-0 right now, having their best start of their season in like five years, all right? Number one, the Big 12 going against Houston. Going to be a fun game to watch. Next game, Mississippi State, LSU, another big conference game in the SEC. Alright, the winner of this game will likely have a chance to lose. They will probably not make a ball game. The winner will have a shot at a ball game. I'm calling it right now. The winner of this game will go to a ball game. The loser will not go to a ball game. Quote me on that. 
Texas Tech, NC State after Texas Tech having a big upset against Houston last week. We got, they're taking on an ACC team, a really good ACC team. I think number two in the ACC. NC State, they're number 16 right now. This is going to be a big game. Really going to show who has potential in their conference. And a big, another big, big game for BYU as they're number 12 now going to get number 12. Oregon, who kind of had a rough week one, but they're looking to jump back in and bounce up after uh, how many points they score last week? Maybe 45 for some reason. But I know that's not right. But that's another big game to look out for. And this week's game of the week. Which um, I'm actually, now that A&M is lost, I'm more hyped about this game. Because Miami now actually has a shot now. 8 o'clock ESPN. Number 13 Miami versus number 25 A&M. Really big game. Gonna be a great game. Cannot wait to see this. Could be probably the most hyped game of the season. And this is gonna likely be a classic. Can't wait to see that. Alright, thanks for watching Down a Distance. I went about three minutes over, but that's okay. You got an extra three minutes of me talking. Alright, thanks for watching. See you next week.